it's now time for another episode of that other Masonic podcast. You know, not this one, not that one, that other Masonic podcast. Masonic podcast, brother Jared Atkins. I'm brother Todd Whaley. Uh... We got a, we got something special today. You got a good episode. So uh, you know if, if we we uh, we did an episode on the grotto in December. We've done a lot of stuff about the grotto. Well, and I told you that I thought the grotto was one of the more forgotten bodies of Freemasonry. Well, I think. And then after a week a week after we did that episode, I said, "Hey, Todd, I just heard about the Tall Cedars." Yep. And I had reached out to a guy about some information, and then I just it fell through the cards. I just I lost my train of thought. But <laughs> you went out. At Grand Lodge yep. this past week, and you have secured that same fellow that introduced himself, and I'll let you go ahead and take over, and we'll let him introduce himself. We have a a Tall Cedars episode today. Yep, tall Cedars. I never thought we'd have a Tall Cedars episode. No, I'm, I'm excited. excited. Um, is a, uh, our guest today is uh, James R. Marin. He's se- Senior Deputy Supreme Tall Cedar of Tall Cedars of Lebanon International. Jim, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. All right. Uh, yeah, but just to get started here, we always have guests, you know, about Freemasonry first and everything. So uh, what got you interested in Freemasonry at the very beginning? Well, Freemasonry from the beginning, <laughs> I have no family history. Okay. Uh, I, I just That's a would happen. <laughs> yeah. I, I would just happen to see things periodically, and it, it all came together. From my uh, work employment, I, I started to find out there were guys that I worked with belonged to Freemasonry. So I kind of reached out to them, and that's where it all started. That was back in 2004, 19 years ago. Okay, yeah. So I got a few more years in. I went in 2002. So my family, you know, my family got me into it. So yeah, Jim, that's that's interesting. We've never had a candidate or a candidate. We've never had a brother so far that said that they had. Really, nobody in their family had been affiliated with Freemasonry, so that's this kind of interesting yeah, me already. Right there, yeah, but uh, what yeah. Ke- what kept you coming? I mean, were you ever an officer in the lodge or? Oh yes, I I, I went to the see I, I when you're sitting at home and you have your petition ready to go, and the master calls up and says they have something called a all de- all degree day. Would you like to go to it? I, I'm yeah. not going to tell the guy no. no. So I, I went through an all degree day and to, to stick up for an all degree day, I left there saying to myself, what just happened? <laughs> I need to, I need to go back to the lodge and I need to figure this out. That's awesome. So that, that, that is what took me back to the lodge. I, I sat there for a few years, and then I started getting into the chairs. Uh, and actually, I was the master in 2009 of M.L. McClellan Lodge, number 357 in Holbert, Indiana. Oh, wow, and I, I, I've always been an officer ever since then. Mainly, I was always the treasurer. I, I was the master again in 2016. Mm. Uh, I'm still the treasurer. Oh, well, wow. uh, at least I'm not the secretary. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, you, you remember the uh, you remember the degree in Jasonville fiasco in November yeah. of 2021? Yeah. When I found out that was canceled and uh, Riley Lodge was only like another hour away. Right. 
I ended up going through the little town of Hobart <laughs> to get to Riley Lodge because I, I don't left think Jasonville. You that far north. I did. I did. The the way the GPS took because I don't know that part of central, northern, eastern, yeah, western but, Indiana. But Hobart's like an hour from Chicago. Yeah, well, we're yeah we're yeah we're well, you could say we're forty five minutes outside of downtown Chicago, oh, northwest Hi- Indiana. It was it was, Hi- it was Himera I was thinking of. Okay, I don't think bad. you didn't go through Hobart. No, my bad. It was Himera. <laughs> Continue, proceed. I'm the I'm the entertainment on this show. Go ahead. <laughs> Todd always makes fun of my geography. You're not very good at it. Hey, I've, I've lived my whole life in the southern part of the Hoosier State, unlike you, who is a central boy who right. has become a southern transplant. So yeah. don't. Yeah, yes. I want to say to grow from Crown Point too. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're oh, there you go. <laughs> and, and and all parts of Indiana are different. We we are uh, basically everyone likes to say we're part of Chicago. Yeah, I would say that. You know, <laughs> our, our, our 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 nickname is the Region Rats. Yep. I, I don't know if I'd go around broadcasting that, Jim. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think probably just about everybody knows that. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. I've, I've been to the region a few times, and it's it's a region, all right. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing there there are a lot of lodges up there in just Lake County because Hobart is actually in Lake County. Right. Oh boy, I I, I should I should know. Uh, I think there's nine lodges uh, in Lake County. Uh, wow. That many Masonic lodges. Yeah. In yes, and, and, you know, the, the, there's a lot of people in Lake County, mm-hmm. so it's very congested. And w- w- I, I, you know, I, I travel. I know just about everyone in all the lodges. I, I never stopped in Freemasonry. I, you know, I, I'm active in just about everything. I. I went through the Scottish right line in South Bend. I received my 33rd in 2019. Oh, wow. We never had. Um, That's awesome. Thank thank you. Uh, And I still go. I I still enjoy everything that I do. I'm a firm believer in the Blue Lodge. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm currently the District 1 ritual instructor for the Grand Lodge. Oh, wow. Um, I, I, you know, cause if, if we don't have the blue lodge, we have nothing else. Absolutely. 100%. Hey, Hey, I, listen to that. I'm going yeah, to, yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's, that's a hundred percent in my opinion. You know, and, and th- th- there are, there are, there are masons that belong to the blue lodge and they just want to go to the shrine. Right. Well, God bless you. Go find what you like in masonry and enjoy it. Yes. Hey, brother Jim, uh, we, I've, I've made mention of this on so many episodes. I have a, a, a handful of people. Todd's laughing. Oh, really? They're like, yeah, I, I love telling this story. They're like, hey, I want to be a Shriner. Okay, well, you got to go to Blue Lodge first. No, I don't want to do that. I want to be a Shriner. Okay, well, you have to take your first three grade. No, no, tell me how to skip that so I can go to the Shrine. It doesn't work that way, pal. Oh, Correct. Yeah. Numerous people. Yeah, it just, they, that. they, they, that's what, and that was what brought the whole grotto and the round of the tall cedars and the odd fellows. I told Todd, I was like, the grotto's the forgotten body. And then a week after we did the grotto was when I heard about the tall cedars. And then that was about the time towards the end of December. You emailed me back after I had requested information, and mm-hmm. then it was, uh, I was like, Todd, do you know about the tall cedars? It's like I've never heard about this. I've heard about and it. And I fell in love with the story of the Tall Cedars. Well, let's, yes. let's, let's get on that. Jim, yeah, let's, uh, yeah get, let, how, can you explain the Tall Cedars to us? Well, huh, it's a, it's a very long story. 
We got time. It, it we got, really, we got an it, hour to fill. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it really started in the year 1843. And it, it was a side degree. You know, there, there's been a lot of small side degrees in masonry. Oh, yeah. And, you know, as you know, I mean, I'm active in the, the AMD, the Allied Masonic degree. A lot of them small side degrees that they're trying to bring back. Right. Well, this all started in 1843 as a side degree. And, and back then, they actually called it the ancient and honorable right of humility. Oh, That's wow. what they call the degree. And, and pretty much they did the degree in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. I remember seeing that yeah. on the website. Yep. That, that is really why it's an East coast focused uh, organization. So that's when it really started. And then, it, it kind of went dormant a little bit, and then really around 1850, uh, a doctor named Tom Corson, he actually started bringing it back. And he brought it back to the point that they actually incorporated in Trenton, New Jersey, March 18th of 1902. They officially incorporated, it was called the Tall Cedars of Lebanon. So that's why that's why it's really focused on the East Coast is because that's where it started. Right. Cedars were fell in Lebanon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and yes, and they do have their serious side, which is everybody knows the cedar tree, the right. cedars of Lebanon, and we all know uh, that's in our uh, entered apprentice degree. We hear a lot about that. Oh, yeah. So. The, the serious part about the tall cedars is really taken from the first book of Kings. Yes. And it's also taken from the second book of Chronicles, you know, all about the passages of needing cedar trees. Right. So that's the serious side about the, you know, the relationship from King Solomon, you know, uh, to get help from King Hiram about getting the hewers of wood for the cedar trees. And as you know, we have a Scottish right degree. Yep. Also, pretty much like that yeah so that's really how it started uh they they you know their their focus is all about having fun fun frolic and fellowship okay that that's what the tall cedars is all about like and being grotto. so <laughs> it, it, you know it you can call it a mini grotto that's it, no, honestly, and you gave me a look when i said that yeah, listen, honestly, what, listen to jim okay here, here's how i think about the grotto shrine tallest here 11 they're all on the same level in my opinion because they're both uh basically social orders in all reality would you agree yeah. Okay, yes. so, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, the grotto is no better than the shrine. The shrine is no better than the grotto. Tall cedars, all on the same level as far as that part of Freemasonry goes. So, if everyone says that little that the other club, I don't, I never have believed that because I've always thought every every club has something for somebody. So, if you want to be a shrine, be a shrine. If you want to be a grotto member, which I am, be a grotto member. If you want to be a tall cedar, be a tall cedar. Have fun with it. That's what it's all about, right? That's it. Find, find your spot and go enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and the tall cedars, they've always been known for not being very expensive. Right. You know, like, uh, well, we, we call a lodge in tall cedars, we call it a forest. Okay. So our forest, the dues are only $35 a year. Okay, yeah. It, it, it's really cheap. That's about the same as my grotto um, was for a long time. We were about $35 yeah. a year. Right. A, a lot of people refer them as they, they call it the poor man shrine. Yeah. 
Well, we got the, they say the same thing about the grotto. The poor man's trying. Right, right. Yeah. Same, same thing. Uh, you know, and, and everyone has their cause, what, what they work for. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the tall cedars is muscular dystrophy. Okay, awesome. That, that, that's what they do. Uh, they, they, they've always... Uh, really, they, they, they started off helping a hospital. And what, whenever... It, it was still dealing with muscular dystrophy. But, but they pretty much changed to the Jerry Lewis telethon and what everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah right. It, it, that, that all started in 1972 because before that, it was just a, a research hospital in New York City is where they would, you know, contribute all their money to. Right. So, so whenever they closed up, they moved over to the Muscular Dystrophy Association, which we're, we don't work with them anymore. Yeah. But that, that all started in 1972. And everybody you probably know says, I remember the tall cedars and them funny looking pyramids on Jerry Lewis <laughs> telethon. Yeah, I remember seeing them back when I was younger. So, you know, as time changed and time evolved, uh, we've decided to go a different avenue. Right. So what those we're doing now? Coolest, those are the coolest looking hats. Oh, they're they're they're, 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 awesome. they're the coolest. Yes, they are so cool. They, they you definitely get attention with oh, yeah, them. It's not a fez like the shrine or grotto. It's it's a pyramid. And you know how I feel about the fezes? How goofy I think they are. <laughs> oh, Something right. about them cedar hats. Those are so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the, the oddest hat in masonry. Yes, <laughs> most, most unique. Now say odd. Say yes, unique. Very most unique. <laughs> When you see one, you'll never forget it. And, and then then I have a backstory on the pyramids, too. Okay. So to, fin- to finish up on our muscular dystrophy, right. here's, what, here's the, what we are doing now. We are set up into two organizations, just like the Shrine. We have the Tall Cedar Supreme Forest, and then we have the Tall Cedar Foundation. The foundation okay. is what really deals, you know, uh, we have a board of directors. They, you know, they deal with the muscular dystrophy right what we are doing now is if you if you know anybody directly a child under 18 a lot of these organizations they just will not buy you a wheelchair they they, they won't help you out now you can come to us and we're going to help out a family directly oh wow i mean we just started this last year uh right now we're really going through our first application right now as as we speak our first application is in okay so that's what we're doing now rather than dealing with big corporate america we're going to help families personally okay so so we feel that that's a a better option because you you know even though there's still research uh, a lot of the a lot of the people in you know they want to feel that there's no cure for muscular dystrophy yeah. They, they just, you know, they just want to stop. There's no cure. There's still research out there, and we're still looking at different research opportunities right. to help them out and get them going. But for right now, this is our focus. Take care of kids personally that insurance won't take care of. Okay. That's, so so that's how we're kind of changing things. Uh, like I say, we, we always have a, a big following whenever anyone sees us. Uh, last August, I was with the Supreme. We were at the Rainbow International uh, in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Yep. 
the girls out there, they could not get enough of these pyramids. <laughs> they, 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 they wanted to get our pictures taken. Uh, it, it was just, it was awesome. It, it was yeah. great. Uh, one thing that really stood out to us was the girls from the Philippines. The parent, the, the, the lady parent, she says, out of the respect in the Philippines, they need to ask permission if they can talk to us. Really? I thought that was I thought that was very odd, but huh. I guess that I guess that's the respect they have in the Philippines. Yeah. So the the girls, I mean, they were just they want to put the pyramid on and get their pictures taken themselves. <laughs> Absolutely, you do what you'd like to do. Mm-hmm. So, so the pyramids are definitely uh, an eye turner. Oh yeah, in the fraternity. Yeah, I've, I've I've seen them. I was at the uh, we have a Chris Kennel Mark down here in the Ferdinand every year. It's a Christmas market, you know, and everything. And I, me and my wife are going through it one year, the only year we actually ever been to it. And I saw a tall leader, a tall cedar fez in the fez, what hat, whatever you want to call it, in one of the Pyramid. pyramids. Are in one of the cases. And I, I thought to myself, I should buy that just so a mason has it. And I don't remember Correct. what what yeah. forest it was from or anything. And it was green. I remember that. I don't think it even had a tassel on it. I thought I should buy it. And I was going. I was going to come back around and do it. And my wife was like, "Okay, let's leave." I'm like, "Well, okay." I just I forgot. I should have bought it just to have it. So it's in the mason's hand. If I ever met somebody from Tall Cedars, I could have gave it to them. But, right, right. But then again, and, and, you know, if I ever if I ever see fezes like that, I try to buy those too. So correct. Fez. A, a, a green one is a general member's pyramid. Right. So a green yep. is, is is a general member. What is the rank? Uh, I know with Grotto, you know, we wear the black. Every fez is black, but the tassel is what tells you what rank you are. Red is for a prophet. Uh, Purple is past monarch. Uh, silver is a Supreme Council member, and gold is a past monarch, past grand monarch. Uh, what's the uh, what's right. the what's the uh, I guess hierarchy of the uh, of the well, uh, tall cedars? <laughs> well. We don't have you want a you want a five hour podcast. Oh, we can talk about that. They, I, I would venture if I, off the top of my head, there's probably, I'll say about twenty different pyramid combinations for oh, all wow. the officers. Wow. There, there's that. I mean, there, there's kind of too many. Uh, you know, it, it's it's either you know like red red with a green castle that's the grand tall cedar of the forest when he's not the grand tall cedar when he's a pass you just change the tassel to gold there, there are so many different combinations uh we could be here all night talking oh, about that so that's probably something you need to learn once you get into tall cedars <laughs> so yes yes you do so brother jim how did you go about becoming part of the tall cedars then how was that opportunity presented to you uh, you know, how did you get involved with the Tall Cedars? Well, the Tall Cedars in Indiana, at the time, they only had one forest, and it's in Indianapolis. Uh, Todd's over here bragging fo- on himself. He's like, I knew where that yep, was. <laughs> yep. Actually, they used to meet at the Grand Lodge building. Mm-hmm. Now they meet at the Grotto. Okay. Uh, and it's called Indiana Forest 189. So at the time, that was the only forest in Indiana. And a, a new master mason from my Blue Lodge in Holbert, he just happened to run across Tall Cedars on the Internet. And he read about it, and he came into the Blue Lodge and says, we need to look into this. I think we need a Tall Cedars. Yeah. And that was that was our first introduction, like most 
Masons, nobody has never heard about the Tall Cedars. Right. And that's how that happened. Uh, ours, our forest started in 2010. Oh, wow. And say yeah, 2010. Yeah, we're, we're, we're relatively young considering it started in 1902. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and there's a lot of forests on the East Coast that, oh, they're huge. The, the, oh, the, yeah. the biggest. The biggest forest is in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and they have right around 400 members. Oh, wow. That's a, that's oh, they're, they're, they have their own buildings, uh, you know, evergreen forest. Uh, I mean, I, I could sit and pick out and name the forest. They have two, 300 members. Mm -hmm. They're huge. They, they have their own buildings. Right. They're, you know, so we're a young forest. Uh, we, we have 56 members. Not bad. We, you know, we only meet six times a year. And, and, the, and the nice thing about the tall cedars is you are not required to meet in a Masonic lodge. Right. Same way with the grotto you, or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. You, you can meet anywhere you want. We meet at a restaurant in the back room. We'll meet in the lodge. We, you know, we always have a summer picnic. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so you basically can do whatever you want with your forest right you can follow so, some rules but basically you're the way you right. want to run it yeah correct so, correct brother jim I, when i reached out in december to the tall sears website i'm assuming that would have been brother bob that put me in touch with you yes that was our supreme scribe bob Hahn. so looking at your email from uh the week of christmas last year you were talking about uh, there's you guys have been expressing interest in getting a tall cedars in the southern part of the state now todd and i where we're at we we're are so about an hour yep. from evansville which i know evansville's like a big market city that you guys would want to put one in has yes. there been any more discussion in the tall cedars here in the state about getting something going down in the southern part of the state or has that kind of just been tabled for now or no actually as part of the reason i set a table up at the grand lodge mm -hmm. uh there's been a lot of interest in Evansville, and yes, I think it may happen down there. Okay. So that might be worth uh, checking into somewhere. I know the, the ground down at Evansville is not doing so well. No real ground down and, there. And, and that's what was said. The grotto's not doing too well down there, uh, and a lot of people like the, the fun behind things. Mm-hmm. So, I've always had yeah. fun in the grotto. That's, I'm past Mark of the grotto. I always had a blast in the grotto, but... And you know that I want to I want to interject something here. That's something that Todd and I have been talking about. So we started this podcast, and we never thought it would take off at the speed it's <laughs> taken off at. Ridiculous. Originally, we were just going to go around to other lodges and promote the show. Now, within the last few months, based off of this episode with the Grotto in December and the talk about Tall Cedars, Todd and I have had discussions about what if we could get a charter down here for something, a charter for a grotto, a charter for a tall cedars, because as we all well know, and we've talked about on our show when you just hit it on a minute ago, no disrespect to no ruse, but no ruse grotto in Evansville is pretty much on its last leg. Well, I hear so, yes. I hear that. You know, the, to be a chance to get a charter down here in this part of the state, whether it's here with us or whether we got to drive an hour to Evansville to get something going, whether it be a tall cedar, a tall or a cedars grotto or a grotto, or anything. It's it's all about improving, enriching, you know, more more lives. More brotherhood, more fellowship. 
But, you know. but of the two bodies, I don't think anybody disagree. More people have heard of the grotto than what they've heard of the tall cedars. Yeah, and it's, that's just right. because in the last 10 years, the grotto's really made a push to get their name out there. Right. Which I think, I think yes, tall cedars is doing now also, because I've been getting all kinds of stuff on Facebook, TikTok, everything about, you know, fraternal tall cedars or fraternal, you know, this other, other fraternal groups. And tall cedars is one of them, and the grotto's been one of them, and... You know the grotto right. might have the, the grotto might have all the uh, the shrine. Might, let me let me say this: the shrine might get all the love, the grotto might get all the wild stories, the square <laughs> yeah. compass letter G might be the coolest logo in all of Freemasonry. But when it comes to apparel, you're not going to sway my opinion. The tall cedars hats, the pyramids, yeah. are the coolest thing ever. Like I love those. Oh yeah, there's, it's just it's eye catchy. Well, I don't. Is. I don't know what size you get there, man. If you got one that could fit on this big gallon of a head, I got. I'd put one on. Absolutely, make them any size you want. Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> so um, I forgot I was going to ask now, but that's my job. I interrupt on this show. He, that, he does interject a lot. I'm content creator and interrupter. <laughs> Todd tries to keep it well, straight. Well, to to continue on your southern part of the state. So what's happening in the state of Indiana, I've always said we need something in Evansville and we need something in Fort Wayne. Right. There used to be a forest in Fort Wayne. It was called Old Fort. Really? And it it was, it it originated in 1999. I don't know why, I don't know why they closed up, but real close in Byron, Ohio is where they put all their members. However, one old member, I mean, I don't know if you want me to mention names or not on the okay. podcast. Completely up to you. Okay. We, we name up to you. Drop all the and, time. And, and, you know, because a lot of guys know Jeff Woodward. He's very active out there. Him and a, and a guy from Warsaw, Dathan Reed, they came over to us and they both joined. And they wanted to get that back started again because, like they said, there's a lot of young Masons that want something fun to do in Masonry. Right. So at, at, at a certain time period, I would like to see that forest started back up in Fort Wayne. Oh, that'd, that'd be great. Fort Wayne and, really and, doesn't have anything but a shrine and Scottish right, but no right, fun right. pit bodies Bro- than that. Brother Jim, I, I have a question because it, it is kind of piquing my interest. When you said there used to be, what happens that how how does a how does a force go about getting shut down? How what is the, the how does that happen? I mean. Obviously, we well, know how it happens when the Grand Lodge closes a regular Blue Lodge, but like, what goes on when a forest gets shut down? Well, you, you know, there, there's really two options. You can, like a Blue Lodge, you can c- just consolidate with another forest, or you just give up your charter. When you give up your charter, the Supreme Forest one they don't they they don't want what you have. So, the money that you have goes into an account. And it is left in that count for 20 years. Oh, wow. Wow. Hoping that you start your force back up so they can give you your money back. Hmm. So they decided to give up their charter, and then all the members, they just move to the next closest forest. So they, so, so they do give you an option. Sure, because at that time, the only other one was in Indianapolis. Hmm. So a lot of them decided to go right over the line into Ohio. So basically, we're looking at the biggest regions in Indiana where we can get one, which would be yes. when you talk biggest regions, you've got Evansville, Indianapolis. It would be 
Fort Wayne on this side and South Bend on the other side, basically. Well, South Bend, yeah. Hammond, whatever. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and what's going to happen in South Bend? We have four members in our forest that are from the Elkhart area. Okay. And at our summer picnic, they plan on having an initiation of about 20, 20 guys into our forest. forest. Wow. Yes, That's and, awesome. and, and and the plan is next year, whenever I'm the Supreme, they want to start their own forest out there, and they just want to wait till next year because they said, we just want your name on our charter. That'd be awesome. That's that's an honor right there to have. Oh, yeah, yeah th- th- that's just great that that's going to happen. So the, the word is really starting to get out because a lot of the old-timers say that they didn't want the tall cedars to really get that big. No. <laughs> and well, they're a little it, club. It, it, it's something they keep in their yeah, pocket, you know. It, it really took off, and it really took off. At the height of membership, which was probably in the mid-1950s, they had a membership of about 45,000 members. Oh, wow. So it was pretty big. Yeah. And just like your Blue Lodges, we've always been declining ever since then. Yeah. Right, right now, we have right at close enough uh, we have 7,000 members. Okay. They're pretty so, yeah, so, you know, we're, we, you know, like everybody else, we're declining. Mm-hmm. I'm but, surprised uh, it's that high, though. That's, to me, some people might roll their eyes. That's not a lot. But to me, for being the least known appendant body of all the Freemasonry, mm-hmm. that's that's yes. quite a bit of membership there. That's yeah. that's impressive. Right. And, 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 whenever, and you notice, whenever you look on a lot of the charts of Masonry, when you see how all the different charts are laid out, right. you notice that Paul Cedars is always on there. Oh, yeah. 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 They're it's always, always right on there. there. It's always right there in the same area as the Shrine, the Grotto. And the Shrine and the Grotto. Yep. In the Order of Air all, Myth all or the social, like that, I think, or? Yes, all the social organizations. Yeah. And then the one thing with the Tall Cedars, I would say 90% of Tall Cedar Forest, every meeting they have is open to anybody. Really? The, the initiation that you go through, it's open to the public. Oh, wow. we, we we encourage your wife and kids to come to the initiation. Yeah, a lot right. of times, we want them to help in the initiation. Oh, wow. This is one so, of those, the only thing you don't get to see is the the protected work basically that's it mm-hmm. right we, we, you know right we have your your secret work like everybody else right and we you know we'll, we'll take the the new members outside for five minutes and come back in because we have two parts of our initiation the prologue and royal court that's the serious part about the bible right and then our fun part is called the sidonian degree so that is where we have fun. Uh, generally speaking, whatever you can get away with without making the member really mad. Oh, wow. I sound like the order of, uh, oh, what is that? Uh, the Revelers in Grotto. That's a, I was getting ready to say, they that's a Grotto say, thing. Here we go. The Grotto <laughs> said, I have never been through that Reveler degree even on a past Monarch, but I've heard stories about it. Well, there was a reason our Grotto had a showers in the bathrooms. Oh God! <laughs> correct, correct. Yeah. Your grotto yeah. had a shower, and, and I and I've heard yeah. of some that after they initiate ten people, they go into the lake to rinse off, and they give them one towel. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard stories and stuff like and, that. Yeah. You know, that that's why they want your family to be there. Right. We have had more fun watching the kids <laughs> have imagine. fun with their dad. 
we, we laugh more at that than we do what we do ourselves oh, yeah. during the degree. I can imagine that. My daughter would have a hoot with that. I don't let. Yes. Oh, and, <laughs> and, and, and what we always try to say is good, clean fun. Right. Yeah. That's all it really is. You've, if people get mad at stuff like that, then okay, here's your money back. Go home. <laughs> you know? And, and that has happened before. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, we, yes, we, we had a we had a current sitting master join and quit in one day. Oh wow, that's terrible. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but that that's okay. Mm-hmm. But, but that's okay. So, so brother, brother Jim, here's a here's a question for you. Todd and I are we're still kind of working out uh, a format for when we do these interviews on the podcast. <laughs> we have no format. <laughs> well, yeah, we're trying to get one together. We'll get good at our job one day. Yeah, let's see. But uh, a question that I have is. Um, you you know say your home lodge you know your your home blue lodge you just raised a third degree master mason and he's already wanting to to join an dependent body just a month after what would you tell him if he asked inquired of you about the tall cedars how what would you kind of you know i don't want to say sell it because i hate when people say we need to sell for right, right. But what would you what would you say to him when he's inquiring about possibly joining? Well, he, as, as we all know, that's always uh, a touchy subject in masonry. Right. I, my personal opinion, which I know I've kind of stated here previously, go find what you like in masonry because there's, there's a lot of people that they, they need to understand. You have new master masons quit the blue lodge because they don't like they they just don't like the blue lodge. Right. They don't like the ritual. They don't like the seriousness. They don't like what it's about. So, when someone approaches me, I'll tell them anything they want to know. Right. And, and I'll say, you do what you want to do. I I was always in favor of joining things pretty quickly, and the reason I'm in favor of that is. Now that you're into masonry and when you start to pro- progress and you start to be an officer, you're going to know more masons and all these different appendant bodies. And now you have a better support system. Right. Yeah. Were you, and, were you in the Grand Lodge Hall whenever they, uh, they brought that up for a vote? No, I wasn't. Yeah. I was probably sitting outside by the table. Yeah, they brought up. They wanted to. Um, they brought that up last year at Grand Lodge. Yeah, they too. wanted to bring up not uh, Master Mason. Oh, that's right. Not, not as far as being able to join an independent body right away, but having they wanted not to, to be uh, yeah. approached. Yeah, uh, yeah, for thirty yes. days or Let something me tell you, like that. That got brought up last year at Grand Lodge yeah. Communications twenty twenty two. Yeah, and I was proxy, which I mean, I, I I'm not gonna tell you how I voted, but it should be obvious. Yeah, uh, that got voted down unanimously yeah, right away. It, Correct. Like uh, I think Dwayne Vaught got up and said, "A pastor Mark Dwayne." Yeah, he Vaught spoke on it last year too. Said, like are we going to tell God not to join a country club? We're going to tell God not to join a swim club or a card club or what are we going to tell God not to join next? No, you can't go on vacation because we have a we have a state meeting this week. I mean, I mean, I'm all for it. if a guy wants to join something, let him join something. But if if you didn't make a big, if you didn't make a big enough impression on the guy in your blue lodge to make him want to come back. That's not the that's not the brother's problem. That's the law's problem, right there. Correct, correct. You know, you know I mean, you know, for for an instance, a man wants to go to the shrine and he wants to be in the motor patrol because he loves motorcycles. Right. It, it could be ten years down the road, and his neighbor could say, "You know, John's a really nice guy. 
I know he's a Mason and he does all these good things with the shrine. Well, that man being a good shrine member is still a good reflection on masonry. Yes, absolutely. So if he's not active in the Blue Lodge, that's okay. Yeah, there's a place you know, for everybody. Un- right, there's a place for everyone. And, and, you know, the unfortunate thing, which a lot of people don't like to hear, is I always say we need dues paying members to help keep the lights turned on. Right, yes. It, 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 you know, and if that's the way, you know, they're not going to go out and reveal the secrets of masonry because in five minutes you can go online and you can find out what people think the secrets of masonry are. Exactly. Which, which we really know there's not really a bunch of secrets anyways. No, just most recognition is the only way, the only real secrets of it. That's it. And you can go online and find those out. Oh, yeah, easily. So I'm all in favor. I'll tell you anything you want to know about any Masonic body. Mm-hmm. Uh, make up your own mind what you want to do. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I've always, always, you know, it, I've had friends of mine. I joined when I was in my twenties, and I have friends of mine asking, "Why would you join something you can't drink at?" I'm like, "Well, it, maybe you don't need to worry about that right now if you don't understand it." <laughs> I mean, there's more to life than just drinking. Now, don't get me wrong. I love to have a drink. I love to hang out with my brothers and have a drink at the, the Grotto. That's one of the main reasons I joined the Grotto because. They had a nice, uh, you know, nice building. The, the, the drinks were cheap, and I got to hang out with my brothers, and we could talk Freemasonry openly over right. having a drink. And you're not going there to get drunk and no. belligerent. It happens from time to time. It's a, time. It's a social thing. It's it, just social. Yeah, it happened from time to time. We got belligerent, but we're usually pretty responsible about it too. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean we we had the greatest entered apprentice degree at our lodge last Thursday. We we had about fifty people show up. Oh wow, that's a great turnout. It was two grandsons and the granddaughter's husband. All three of them got their EA degree at the same time. Oh wow. I believe it was five generations of Masons. Uh one of the uncles, he came he came all the way from Kokomo just for the degree. Oh, well. So and and, and the two kids they're 19 and 18. Oh, wow. They're, they're going off to college. And it was, we want to get them into masonry. And you, I know for sure they're not going to Florida and they're not going to be in Masonic lodges. But they, start, they started their Masonic life early. It could be 20 years from now. Right, yes. And, and now they might have time to get back into masonry and look at what they've built in 20 years. Just the connections exactly. to people that they know. So exactly, I'm a firm believer. Get get them in. Everything will come out in the wash and figure it out later. What was the name of that family? If you could, don't mind saying. Uh it was uh, the the dad was Howard Struble. They mm, know he's, he, he's actually a 50 year member at our lodge. Okay. Well, was it the guy from Kokomo? I probably. Probably would not, if he was active at Howard Lodge or the Kokomo Lodge area. I'd probably know. Him. I know that, that was uh, that was his son, Jason. Jason Stobel. Yep. Well, that name just don't sound familiar to me. <laughs> if I saw him, I'd probably know him. I'm not very good yeah, at names. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. That that's the thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was a it was a very good night in masonry at our lodge last Thursday. Yeah, that's 50, 50 people showing up is a really good night. Yes, that was a to good a turnout. Stated meeting? No, this is an EA degree. Oh, I was going to say the, the EA was, degree. Okay, yeah, triple. Yeah, EA very, degree. very. It was a very good turnout. Oh, wow. And you know, Howard's a Howard's a tall cedar. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, his son is. 
uh, one of his grandsons, his son-in-law. Oh, wow. So a lot of them are also tall cedars. Yeah, that's awesome. Because what, what's the, the odd thing with the tall cedars is years ago, it was nothing official. The shrine would put on a tall cedar degree. Yeah, you were telling me about and, that. And I, I, I have, I've probably seen 10 different tall cedar cards that says, I'm a tall cedar. <laughs> and they all got the degree through the shrine. Mm. Well, what I hated to tell them was, well, that was just a little fun side degree. You really didn't actually join the real tall cedars. Yeah, it's kind of like being a yellow dog or being a turtle or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And actually, I it, off the top of my head, I I bet we have five, six, seven of them that actually did join our tall cedar for us. Well, that's awesome. So they, they wanted to continue being a tall cedar. That's great. I mean, I mean, uh, is there any? Uh, so I don't want to make it legally, but it, is there any kind of repercussions for the shrine for doing that? I mean. Did well, the tall cedars ever approach him on that to ask him, you know, hey, you guys can't do this? Or I, I really don't know because that was before my time. Mm-hmm. I, I know that was back in the 70s and 80s when oh, okay. they were doing that. Well, I mean, if it did the fun side degree, I mean, maybe they thought, well, this is something I made up. It probably, it probably had nothing to do with the actual tall cedars in all reality. I, you know, all, I, all I've heard was they did – the, the fun part, the Sidonian degree. Okay, well, that's probably what happened then. Yeah, they, they just did the fun part. They really didn't do the seriousness of what it's really about. Okay. And, so, and, and that's okay. All it did was spread the word of Tall Cedars. All right. So what's it take to start up a Tall Cedars forest? A Tall Cedar forest? Well, <laughs> that that's a whole new a whole new avenue that we're in right now with the tall cedars as far as expansion. We, we call this our extension committee. I, I was in charge of the extension committee last year. I, I'm just a member of it this year. Okay. To, to start a forest, uh, if you just want to start, you need 15 people. But if you want to get a charter, you need 30. Okay. Uh, it costs $15 a piece to send to the Supreme Forest. You have to buy your five basic pyramids for the officers and your five jewels. Right. Um, pretty much the Supreme Forest, they, they will come to where this is, and they will do the initiation. They will get everyone all set up. So there, there's really not a whole lot to it. What's What's been going on is – when we've when we've really dived into our extension, we found out a lot of interesting things that I know a lot of Masons just don't know about any appendant body. Right. You just cannot go to California and open up a tall cedar forest. Yeah. They will not let that happen. You need permission from every Grand Lodge. Okay. That makes sense, right, Yeah. You know, right right now, with a few extra that we have gotten here recently, right now we are only allowed to be in 21 states. That's why, it. Why is that, Brother Jim? Is just that's all the further you guys have got the expansion going? Or? Well, a little bit of both. Okay. A, 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 lot of, a lot of the old tall cedars – they never wanted to leave the East Coast. They didn't want tall cedars that big, and it was an East Coast thing. Right. 
so what they you know they slowly started spreading out i mean there's actually there's five of them in florida Oh, wow. There's actually there's actually five of them in Ohio. It looks like as in, far west as Nebraska is about as far west as it's made it, right? Well, Nebraska is another strange story. <laughs> really far west, we have three of them in Missouri. Okay. So here's what here's what happened with Nebraska, and God bless the Grandmaster of last year, and I wish I knew his name. We were at the Grandmasters conference. We were advertising. I really don't remember when the last day of his office was. If I just have to guess, let me say the last day of February. The, the last day the Grand Master of Nebraska was in office, he sent a letter to the office and says, I grant the Tall Cedars permission to come to Nebraska, and I want to be the very first member. He joined what we call a member at large. Oh, wow. So God bless him. That was very great that they, he did that. Now we need to find out how to advertise in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and that, that's a lot of problems we have. You, you know, states, they, some, of, some states just have told us, no, we don't want you here because we feel you're going to take away from our membership. Right, yeah, because you got a lot of guys, big Shriners, big Scottish Shriners, big York Rite guys. Well, if somebody gets interested in Tall Cedars and doesn't, you know, say go to the other ones, they lose a membership. I can understand that, but at the same time, you, you just always spread. have to be a Blue Lodge member. Right, yeah. That, that's what we try to explain. You always have to be a Blue Lodge member. You always have a dues-paying member. Because, as we all know, not everybody likes ritual. Not everybody right. wants to be an officer in the Blue Lodge. Right. Go, go find your place in masonry. So so we, we, we've been finding that's, that, that's a big issue. Um, we used to have a forest in Oklahoma when we were at the Rainbow Girls last year. Um past grandmaster he was one of the members he says we want it back here he says and we said you help us out no problem within an hour the grandmaster came up and gave us a letter we officially can be back in oklahoma oh wow so so there's a lot of different things um we we are told by a lot of grand lodges that we have to put on the annual communications docket to be voted on wow so you know we're, we're we're trying to get out there. Um, we we were, uh, for instance, California. We were told in California three separate blue lodges have to go to the Grand Lodge and request for tall cedars. Now we can start the process there. Okay. So mm-hmm. so we get different stories all over. The, the the most fascinating thing about expansion is international. Yeah. Now. The, the masonry outside the United States is exploding. Oh, yes. I've heard that. Yes. You, you cannot get enough. So during COVID, we started a forest in Mexico City, Mexico. Oh, wow. And these guys are great. A lot of them are putting us to shame with all the things that they are doing. They are doing wonderful. Last Labor Day, um, Myself and I think there were five of us. We started a forest in El Salvador. Okay. It like was it was it was an it was great. Actually, it was the Grand Masters Conference. Okay. Down there, so we went down there. Um, we we started the forest. It, it it was just wonderful. What happened was. 
the grotto was also down there. Yep. Uh, the, uh, you know what I say? I think the grotto was down there at the same yeah. time. So they, they, they had already had a grotto in El Salvador. They were actually chartering a grotto that was going to be stationed in Mexico, right. about two hours north of Mexico City. So the Grand Monarch last year, Mike Thomaston, yep. we're, we're talking, and here we find out Mike is a past Grand Tall Cedar from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah, I, I know Mike so, well. Yeah, so so this is great. So the officers that were down there for the Tall Cedars that were not grotto members, we are all now grotto members, <laughs> and we joined in El Salvador. Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> So that was just a great PR story, and we had the best time. Oh, yeah. So, so, so you know, now that's a hub. Now everybody is seeing what's going on. So yep. we, we have inquiries. Um, they they, they, they want to get one going in Paraguay. Oh, wow. Paraguay, wow. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so we're getting them all over. Uh, r- really, w- w- what's going to happen next month is – it's going to happen. Father's Day, we're going to open up a forest in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Oh, wow. So we, we don't know if we're going down there yet or not, but that is going to happen. Well, that's fascinating. So, right there. It's always in South America. Oh, it, it's unbelievable. And and, and the, the, I, I feel one of the most hard, hardest one to understand is you know how – serious masonry is in the uk yeah right now it's it's pretty much that's in stone next april we're going to start two forests in london oh wow that'd be awesome so, that'd be a good so trip. it's growing yeah. that's the point it's yeah, growing. So, so overseas the word is really getting out the grandmasters conference was great uh we had a lot of interest from germany yeah, uh, actually, the, the country of Lebanon. Oh, wow. <laughs> we talked to him a few times, and he says, Tall Cedars of Lebanon, and you're not in Lebanon. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and if you notice your last Shriners magazine, they just opened up a shrine in Lebanon. Really? See, I'm not, I'm not neither one of us is Shriners, uh, but I'm yes. a, I'm a, I love the Shriners. I'm going to be wrong. I just never had the. Uh, the time or wallet to i get in trouble because i poke fun at the shrine sometimes and, <laughs> and i jokingly refer to it as a money grab and that's that's not what it is and, I, and again i don't want to offend any of our shriner brothers it's just my own personal joke the shrine is a yep. phenomenal organization and the hospitals and yes, i just uh, i'm a shriner and, and i'm active i go to just about everything and i love my shrine also oh yeah i just never and, had i never had the money enough money to join it Enough, enough, you know, disposable money to join the shrine. The, the initiation fee price scared me a little bit, and then when I heard what the the cost of fezes are, I'm like, wow, that's why their hats are not as cool as the tall cedar hats. <laughs> and, and and a tall cedar cedar pyramid costs you fifty dollars, yeah, or sixty dollars. But yeah. actually, when you join the tall cedars, the initiation fee, well, for our forest, most of them are kind of like this. Our initiation fee is only $50. And we actually give you that pyramid. So we're giving you a $60 pyramid, and it only costs you $50 to join. It's not bad. And that's then bad at deal. the end of the – yeah, so that's not that, that's not a bad deal. I think when I joined the Grotto, it was $35 to join, and they gave me a fez that, they, that someone had turned back in. And I use that until mm-hmm. I became an officer, and I bought my own fez in. But 
is a hundred dollars. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, so my past monarch fails—that's an expensive one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they they can get expensive, oh, and we, we we try to keep the cost down with the tall cedars. Yeah, and that's the whole goal behind it. And you know the and the the goal too is, you know, always try to raise a little bit of money. For the muscular dystrophy, right? Yeah, that's two things we mainly try to do. We 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 have two fund fundraisers. We sell the rose, a, a, a pink rose, which this year we're going to change it to a white rose, hmm. and we also sell a bear, a little okay. stuffed bear. So the supreme tall cedar every year gets to design his bear for the year. My, my bear actually this last week it was finished designed it was stitched out so they'll be available at our convention in october so those are our two main fundraisers that we do for muscular dystrophy oh, so you and guys do have conventions then our conventions are they, they move around all the time yeah generally speaking they're always on the east coast uh last year and this year they're going to be in ocean city maryland oh wow that'd be a great place to have one there yeah, so so we, we always move them around. My convention, I I really don't have nothing pinned down yet, so it's still up in the air. Okay, so I know with Growler Convention, they usually go to the hometown of the of the uh, Grand Monarch. Of course, you have like Dave Redman from uh, Danville. You're on Danville, Illinois. He had his in Nashville, so he's he's a big country yeah. music guy, and you have guys having down Daytona because that's they they love Daytona or something like that, but. Yeah, they move around quite a bit too, but I tell you what, the most fun I've ever had with my brothers at conventions. I mean, you just have a great time the whole time you're there. I mean, just hanging out and doing what you do. And I'm right, sure I'm sure right. Tall Sears is probably the same way. Just hang around, drink, have a good time and Yes, that's you know, it. And figure out ways to get more people to come enjoy it. <laughs> right. We we always have to have our certain meetings. Right. You know, and and when it's lunchtime, oh, the ladies, they have their own private lunch. Oh, yes. And yep. it, it's always a theme behind it. So we always are trying to include the wives and families with everything we do. Okay. That, that's the whole goal behind oh, yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, because if you exclude the family, I mean, most guys nowadays aren't going to go. Right, right. A- absolutely. We, 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 try to, we, we try to get something different. Uh, however, we have to always remember that the majority of our membership is on the East Coast. So how far away does everyone really want to travel? Absolutely, yeah. So there's always that fine line in, in where you go. Brother Jim, I got a, I got a question for you. We're going to start to uh, we're going to start to put a bow on this episode. And uh, as okay. I, as I said, we're always trying to uh, you know nail down a format for these interviews. But one. One question we tend to ask in every interview uh, towards the end is, um, you know, whether, you know, whether it be Blue Lodge, whether it be one of the appendant bodies, uh, every, I mean, every man's got to eventually lay down his working tools and go to that, you know, Supreme Lodge in the, in the heavens. And when you lay down your working tools, what do you want your legacy to be? What people remember about you as far as Blue Lodge and the other bodies go? What do you hope your legacy is? I just want my legacy to be that I really cared about everything in masonry in general, and I always try to do good and leave it better than when I started. That's a good answer. I'm going to give him some applause on that. That's it. 
Fantastic answer. Uh, that's what I heard so far. I, I I would like to say I still have a lot of interest in in the cedars as well as the grotto, and it's uh you know Todd and I were supposed to go around and start to promote lodges just for the podcast, but. Yeah, there's been a lot of talk since that grotto episode in December and me discovering the tall cedars. Like, why don't we get something going something in the fun. southern part of the state? Yeah. You're telling me yeah. of all these masons around here, we couldn't find 30 people to start a tall cedars or we couldn't find Absolutely. 30 people to start a grotto, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. 25 to start a grotto, right. but so what? And, and- and and you and you said you don't mind me mentioning names, and I know David's not going to care anyways. David Straw was the man down in Evansville, which is very active. He's very active in the Scottish Rite. Uh, David Straw is the one that's really looking at trying to get the tall cedars going. I'm going to have to get a hold of him. I'm going to look, look, look him look up. Him yeah. up. Yeah. yeah, we'll definitely look that up. Yeah, he's a great guy. Very good guy. Tell you what, we've had a fantastic time and great time I, I wanna, talking Yeah, to we want to thank you for coming on. I wish I could have... Kind of short uh, notice, too. Sorry about that. I, I wish I could have shook your hand at uh, Grand Lodge. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to go to Grand Lodge this year, so Todd had to do it on his own. But uh, <laughs> next year, I hope to see you there. Oh, and, absolutely. Uh, I, would, I would love to, to get to meet you in person. And uh, we would absolutely love for you to come back on the show sometime and talk just some more Freemasonry. Give us an update on how uh, the forests are doing across the state. Well, maybe after he becomes uh, the supreme tall Oh, yeah, we could get a big wig on the show yeah, then. We could get a big wig. Because they're potent people. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be doing lots of traveling. I'm already filling up my schedule, and wow. I I have no problem going anywhere. I I still do it now i'm I'm going to detroit michigan on a saturday just to go to a meeting is there the grand I, lodge I, this weekend uh no I, i'm going up there for a, a tall cedar meeting we okay. actually have a we have a forest uh in a suburb of detroit michigan okay great outstanding so, so i I'll, I'll travel hours just to go to a meeting i have no awesome. problem going anywhere well brother jim i want you to do me a favor i actually want you to do me two favors first of all uh, go ahead and tell the listeners when they hear this back how, if they're interested in the tall cedars. Where can they find some research about this? Where can they where can they go? Who can they call? What can they find on Google? Yes, uh, we we try to be everywhere. We're all over Facebook. Uh, we we do have a website. It's real simple: tallcedars.org. Perfect. Awesome. It, it's it's that simple. Uh, most of our information is on there. Uh, all the contacts. It's it's we're not hard to find. I'm assuming all the information on someone wanting to start a forest would be located on that web page as well. Yes, that yes, same information is all over there. Yes, it is. All right. All right well, do me a favor and uh, introduce yourself one last time and run through uh, your Masonic titles if you don't mind. Okay, uh, I'm Jim Marion. The Senior Deputy Supreme Tall Cedar of the Tall Cedars of Lebanon International. And I'm a past master of M.L. McClellan Lodge, number 357, up in Hobart, Indiana, uh, 33rd degree out of South Bend, Indiana's Scottish Rite. Uh, a member of just about everything. Too many others to list. That's that's fine. So, you, you know, you don't want to go through all that. No. Um, I can say I'm I'm active in my shrine. I'm actually the director of Orac Shrine. Oh wow! Uh, wow. So 
I, I enjoy everything in masonry and belong to just about everything. You know the most important piece of information I learned in this interview? What's that? Geography. Hobart, Indiana is not the same as Hymera, no, Indiana. No. They're two different towns. And they're well, and they're well, located several hundred miles apart. <laughs> yeah, and, and and one thing you're always going to remember: if you're from Northwest Indiana, we just call it Holbert. Not Hobart. If you're not oh, from there, Hobart. you call it Hobart. You're from the Kokomo area. What are you laughing at me for when he's telling that? You're you're central. You're yeah. not north. You're central. <laughs> you I used to date a girl from Crown Point, and me and her we go back and forth all day How long. How far is Crown Point? Where's that? From Crown from Hobart. About fifteen minutes from Hobart. Yeah, how, that's how about long did it take you to drive to Crown Point? I did. She she was going to Ball State. <laughs> that's Muncie. You got oh. me all messed up. <laughs> yeah, there's <laughs> a different slang down there. Oh bit. my god. Well, brother Jim, uh, thank you so much for taking time out of a out of a beautiful spring Sunday afternoon to spend with us. We we wish it, we would have gave you a little proper notice. Uh, Todd and I had That's some okay. some major hiccups with our recording schedule today, but <laughs> yeah. we we adapted on the fly, and here we are. So yep. we were glad to have you. So absolutely, I appreciate it very much, and I'd be happy to come back anytime you'd like. All right, all right. Well, we'll we will then. we will see you then. Thank you a lot, brother. All right, thank you very much. Uh-huh. Bye bye. But all right, bye bye. Well, Todd, that uh, that was interesting. That was interesting. I, mean, I didn't uh, know. I I knew very little about Tall Cedars before this interview. I mean, I heard of them. Kind of knew they were mostly on the East Coast. Pennsylvania is real big on them, but it sounds like a great organization. It really does. I mean, I'm I'm looking at maybe, hey, may start one of those down here. Who knows? Right. It'd be something so, different. So we we've got another guest waiting in the wings. Do we really? Before before we get to that though, I just want to give a, another shout out to uh, brother. Wayne Patton Moore, the master of Absolutely. Dubois Lodge 520 here in Honeyburg, one of the other three lodges in Dubois County. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Todd and I were unable to record today at our home lodge in Birdseye, yep. the master of Honeyburg Lodge said, uh, "Come use our place, and we're gonna we're gonna leave a nice little little note, little, 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 little note. And I'm gonna I'm gonna leave a little compensation. Me and Todd are for uh, the brothers letting us record on the fly in here." Yep. Beautiful lodge, by the way. Oh yeah, it's a great layout. Bit of York right here, so you see all the York right stuff on the walls. And I know you always argue with me about lodge sizes, but as we sit in here, not real big. It's but, not as big as what lengthwise. It's not as big as what no, our lodge no, is, but they have more. They have way more outside the outside lodge room, lodge yeah. room area. So yeah, okay. Other than that, other than that, let's uh, let's tie this up. So for Brother Todd, yeah, for Brother Jared, this has been another episode of that other Masonic podcast. And I can't say peace, love, and Nugent. That's no. an ins- that's an inside joke. <laughs> well, I don't know. You might hear it later, but uh, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? So uh, we'll see y'all. Next we'll see time. you next time. Peace. <laughs>